Hello and welcome to the TT Podcast, the podcast where we talk to one person from the world of the TT to discuss their lives, their journeys and their ambitions with the greatest motorsporting event in the world. And at one point in time, you were the greatest motorsporting rider around here, weren't you Lee Johnston? That's a bit of a statement, that is. I mean, for that like short period of time. What, for them two laps when I won a race? Listen, I know you. I know I take the mick out of you, but... I've still got my name on that trophy. Exactly. I? It I doesn't know. say only two laps. It says Lee Johnston. Legend. Boom. Lined up with all them others. A real ones. Yeah. Now, if you're wondering where my normal co-host is, he's off on his jollies. He's still seeking his fame and his fortune. He's now ended up in South America with a guy called Pablo. What he's up to, I don't, I don't know. But while he's away, Lee Johnson's here to take his place. Looking forward to this one, mate? Yeah, I am, actually. Yeah? I am, yeah. I know, I know how hard he works and what he has to do to, to put them back. We're talking about Craig now, not Steve. <laughs> right? He is the busiest man in mo- well, motorcycling. Well, there's being busy and there's work and there's like... Do <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, but yeah, on, honestly, I, I don't think a lot of people probably realise how much Craig puts into his effort. And me being in a similar position with the team mm-hmm. I understand and he has a full-time job as well so which you really you have neither of them things so. no idea what you're on about absolutely no idea but and what 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 we've got with Craig and it'll be interesting to chat about is he's right there or thereabouts with yeah. with you lot yeah with the cream of the crop the factory riders as it were so um, it must be difficult I, I, I completely to... understand in the sense that I know what being on the Gert of the, the periphery. The, I don't know what that word means, but yeah, being on the it? edge of a paid ride, a free ride, you know, the, yeah. the next step sort of thing. And I I believe he's done nearly enough or as enough this year's TT, but it's it's not my decision to make that. So hopefully we can see what's happening. He might even know some news. He might know what he's going to tell well, us, what he's going to do. Unless he rides for you. If you've actually got some decent questions for him, we might get some. Probably not. Let's get him on. <laughs> Craig Neve, welcome to the podcast. Hello. First question, what's your favourite episode of the podcast? I was going to say, well, I was going to say the Lee Johnson, but I thought, I've got to say the Michael Rutt one, haven't I? Got to. You have to. I've got to. Which episode was that? Three. It was pretty much, yeah, it yeah, was, was it? far off that, yeah. I've, I've, listened, I've listened to every ones. single one. Have, every, oh, every you? single one, yeah. See, I like to try and just there you throw go, people under the bus. There you go. And hope for the best. I did there it with Carl Cox, and he said, oh, I actually listened to it as well. So... I tried to throw you. A victim of your own success, mate, aren't you? Clearly. He does not hear that very often. Have you ever heard that (laughs) sentence ever before in your life? The word success. I've never heard before. (laughs) Right, let's get into it. We uh, we always, if you've listened to every podcast, you'll know where we start. We start on the start line. Yep. We want to know what it's like for a rider as experienced as you, rolling through no man's land, probably even the build-up to it. How are you feeling as you're putting your helmet on, tire warmers are coming off, you're getting on your bike, you're saying kind of, Cheerio to your, yeah. to your team. How does it feel? Um, yeah, there's nothing else like it, I suppose. But it's, uh, it, I suppose it depends if you're actually in a race or if you're in a, a lap of practice, really. You know, sometimes, you know, you just, I'm just sort of rolling up the line, just looking at the temperature, just trying not to overheat. And then just, I'm just thinking about who set, normally I think, if you've done a few laps of practice, I'll be thinking who's set it off in front of me and who's behind me and where they're going to catch me and where I'm going to catch the other guy. That's, mm-hmm. I'd just be sort of thinking about that at the time. But, yeah, just trying to get away clean, and it's and you know, when, you, when you eventually get that tap, it's like we're away, you know. Do you feel that tap? Because a lot of people have said, I yeah, don't not, even not I, I look at the the guy with the little flag, 
I don't know if you're the same, yeah. but I, I look at the guy with a little flag, really, and then as soon as he gives it the little, it just happens to fascinate. He just gives it a little like that, then he's yeah. effortless, isn't it? And, uh, and yeah, and you don't, I don't really feel the touch. But to be fair, sometimes, you know, you're trying to get away and you manage He's got old, you, hasn't he? He's got a real good grip <laughs> here, you know. So maybe the question shouldn't be, what's it feel like to get the tap on the shoulder? What's it, what's it feel like to see that flag? To, to get away, yeah, yeah. To get away. Oh, it's meant in it, you know. It's just, Else like it, is it? So, does is, is, is that the same with you as it is with probably most people? As soon as the clutch is out, yeah, uh, you're it's all, almost, yeah, you're, you're away, you're through the box, clear. and as soon as you get through that first set of traffic lights, everything's forgotten in it, and yeah. you're in the zone, then aren't you? You know, and that, that's the thing like, people think, oh, you've got time to build in or whatever. You're doing 170 mile an hour by the time you get to a set of traffic lights that you're never normally stopped at or going through at 25 mile an hour. I've never, I've never gone through them on green, yeah, yeah. I'm definitely not at 170 miles an hour. No. <laughs> so yeah, and then that's it. But that's 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 the thing about the TT. Slightly changed now because you get that warm up lap. But you are sometimes going from fresh, maybe 11, 11 30 in the morning, depending what time the race is. Yeah. You're going from walking up to yeah. Crutchley Road, cocking your leg yeah. over your bike, 270 within seconds. I, that's actually a good question. Do you like or dislike the warm up lap? Because everybody's indifferent. Yeah, it's a. I don't know if I like it or dislike it. I mean, it can be used sometimes. It just depends how the week's going. Yeah. Sometimes you'll have a race later, but the warm-up lap, you won't even be on that bike because you'll be running, trying something if you've lost an engine earlier in the week and you've got to run that engine, yeah. as you know. So, Do I like it? I'd say I prefer not to have it if everything's going well because I don't want to fatigue my body, especially before the six-lapper. You don't want to mm. really mm. put any fatigue on myself or, or on the engines as, as much as, as reliable as the modern stuff is now. But, you know, certainly in the super sport class, everything's on the limit, isn't it? and you don't want to put another lap on your bike yeah. if you can help it. So, yeah, but I suppose if it's there, then you sometimes feel a fool for not taking it, don't you? But, yeah, yeah. yeah less can be more sometimes, can't it? And, and does it change your perspective from that moment you set off then? Because you, you'll have done them as well. I, it's you, very you to, clever. To what speed? he said is very, very true. So if, if things are going good and you don't need it, then a lot of people don't bother. Mm -hmm. It's only if, if things aren't going good, then you really need it. It's yeah. either you yeah. don't need it at all or you really need it. Yeah. Other which way, you just you wouldn't do it, if yeah. that makes sense. So, um, yeah, so it, it, it I, I think it's better that it is there and you've got the option because you can always not go, whereas... You can't go out if there's no warm lap. You can't yeah. just go and ride yeah. Yeah. because it's not there. So I think it is beneficial that it is there and you can decline it, which is up to you. But there's some people that I think would it gives them a disadvantage to say someone like Gary Johnson, which who was like a really good man at the first two sectors, like he'd always nearly be there thereabouts leading mm -hmm. because he could just get out of the gate. And then if there was other people that were steadier starters, say like Pete, that had maybe done the warm up lap, and then that would leave him. Yeah. Losing that advantage does that make sense? Yeah. So, do you think anybody? Do you think anybody goes out with the intention of just getting the brain up to speed, just going out for that first yeah, maybe think, two or three? I think miles? so. I think I think some people do. I mean, yeah. I mean, we probably all should do. I mean, I don't. I don't really mind just just going off at the start of the race because I suppose we've had to, haven't we? But yeah, I think we're all different, aren't we? And some people need that you know brush up to speed sometimes you know but it's like it's like a i think sometimes as well if you if you're racing that bike later in the day i think if you break down you, you've had it and you can't yeah. get back i think yeah. so but then you would have so, broke down the first lap anyway, you would have done, so you still, done yeah. Yeah. yeah so but, but there's no other sport where you 100 meter sprint you don't just rock up to a 100 meter sprint and just get on the line and go you kind I, of do oh, your warm-up, you get in your yeah. zone and all yeah. that jazz, but with this, yeah. it's literally... You tear a hamstring or something. To be fair, in my second Olympics, we, that's, that's the way. How did you get on? 
No I'd comment. <laughs> well, you didn't see me. I'd love to he see won. you. He won, he won, obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What That's event? why I'm here today doing this. What event would you be in? High jump, obviously. <laughs> well, did you even need to ask that yeah, question? Yeah, sorry, yeah. That was I a bit disrespectful. Be, I thought you'd be the hammer. What, the, I'm the actual <laughs> hammer? <laughs> <laughs> Just grab you by the legs You're dying you to say something else, but you can't possibly say it on, no. on here. Anyway, it's not about you. It's about Craig. Correct. Craig, tell us where the TT journey started for you. Obviously, we've looked through stacks and stacks and stacks and stacks of races from yep. club racing, British Superbike, road racing. You've yep. kind of done a bit of everything. Yeah, I've done a little bit of stuff, yeah. It started from, well, here where we're filming this at the Manx Grand Prix. It started 2014 for me, Manx Grand Prix, newcomers, which I always wanted to come and win the Manx before I went to the TT. I did always want to race at the TT, but I thought, you know, doing a bit of club racing. I was doing... British Supersport at the time um, on the CBS 600 and I just thought you know let's just have a good do there before yeah. we go in with the big guys and you know because I'm I always feel like I always say to my crew and the, at the minute with a classic bike they're trying to sort of like oh, the weather's good this week we're not going out in every session because we don't know where the bikes are and I'm like I feel like I need more laps yeah. than everyone else I mm-hmm. always feel like I'm like quite a slow learner so I need to I need to ride more than the other guys is what I feel anyway so, um, so I thought anyway let's go to the Manx let's just do our own work you know have a good result there but it was never run sort of like this event is now. It was always, we, we never used to get any laps. It used to be like, we could be like three days before we turn a wheel. And it, it was a two week event back then, but it was, you know, three, four days before we turn a wheel. I'm like, bloody hell, I've only done like one lap this week. I need. Yeah, there was no contingency yeah, plan. Like no contingency. I mean, it's min- looking at a double session tomorrow. It's, it's yeah. mega, isn't it? But yeah. I'm sure the boys will let me go out on it all. <laughs> you know what I mean? But, but uh, yeah, so it started 2014, it started for me. And I think it was in the newcomers race, which would have been lovely to win it. But, there was Billy Redmayne here, Malachi Mitchell Thomas, which were they were good year, they right? oh mate, yeah. it was an unbelievable year. And they were mega fast out of the box. I think they was doing like twenty ones. I did, I think I did hundred and twelve on me not in that race, but my best lap of the week was hundred and twelve. I think there's newcomers here that have done that on the first night, you know. Hundred and twelve. Yeah, hundred yeah. and fourteen. Yeah, yeah. First first or second lap, I'm like, fuck, that's, you know, that's yeah, amazing. That amazing, yeah. yeah, amazing. You know, he's on it, isn't he? But um but yeah, and I think people get to a certain level and then some people do that and some people sort of plateau don't they yeah. but but for me yeah 2014 we finished seventh in the newcomers race i think but i think we'd only done that i think we only got to do like nine or ten laps or something i was like it's quite disappointed but i said to my dad you know we'll come back in 15 we'll have another go and a silly crash here is it is the first one Sarah's cottage or is that kate's cottage after after glen ellen you're asking the wrong person i'm bad well, it was the first cottage of the two and uh, it was just a bit of a greasy i, I was i was too cautious on the um it rained a little bit fun. I was a bit too cautious on the white line. I just sort of run across the white line. It was a little bit greasy. Just lost the front, picked the bike up, and I just ran into the exit, and I went over the bank, and that mm-hmm. was that was the first race, and then that led to a mechanical in the second race. So, again, I was coming away with hardly any laps. That was 15. Yeah. So I just said to my dad, you know, we'll, we'll do the TT in 16, we'll get a big bike, and we'll just go and enter all the classes, and, and we'll just, uh, obviously, and I think the weather was amazing in 16, um, yeah. and we just had stacks of laps, and things just started to improve, you know. But- that, that was the first hot year I remember before watching this year like 16 mm. was really I think people were just worried about wearing engines yeah and things there were out more reps before racing yeah, even started yeah, to... yeah I can't remember 16 yeah it was a mega year before you were sort of a big deal yeah where's this love of, of coming to the TT stem uh, from because like you say you're pretty super sport yeah did you do other road races before that I did do the North West that year as a yeah. newcomer um, literally so that was two weeks before or one yeah. week whatever way the dates yeah. fell yeah but that was your the North West was your first North West first yeah we was doing a little bit of British stuff then went back into club racing for a little bit and then we just I just sort of 
yeah, I wasn't really getting anywhere in base space. So I thought, but the long term thing for me was always to go to the road. So I thought, you know, sort of, I've learned how to ride a bike and things, and you know, I think I can do it safely now. So I thought we'd go to the northwest. Um, that and, and you're the the points then for your license and stuff because I, I didn't have an ACU license then because I had an MCA, but yeah, you have to do like certain amounts of races and stuff to get points for to come to the team mountain course yeah yeah i think it's um i think in the in the previous year you have to do three meetings and then in the current year you have to do three meetings yeah, yeah. or or i think six or seven in the in the same year yeah. so we've done a i think we've done a little bit of club racing a couple of rounds of bsb and uh yeah and that was it northwest manx um yeah and we was we was into it the hooked obviously and uh just wanted to keep improving you know but why 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 the roads? Do you know, I, I don't know, if you, I just think if whatever sport you do, you, you know, realistically, I know everyone would love to be a MotoGP, but realistically, you want to ride at the highest level you can. And I always mm. thought, you know, road racing, TT is the, the pinnacle in it, I think, anyway. And I wanted to be there, you know. Eventually, I would love to win, win a race one day. That's what I'm working towards. But mm-hmm. I know we're away off it at the minute, but we've got to just keep taking little yeah. steps, you know. Well, I'm working you, hard. If you're not in it, you're never going to win it, are you? Yeah, yeah, I think not. I think so. So we just got to... Hopefully Hickman keeps breaking down. We don't really break down. Much, does he? Well, I, don't, I don't know who's going to stop him, but um, yeah, um, yeah. If you're not in it, mate, you, you don't have a chance, do you? That's your problem, Lee. That's why he didn't win it this year. That is, yeah. So where did your love of roads come from? I'm Just f- being Irish. I, you probably Irish, don't know. Yeah, you don't recognise this, but I am originally from Northern Ireland, even though I'm, I've got a Yorkshire accent now. Yeah, I was thinking. Yeah, yeah sometimes it just sort of blurs into, yeah. the, into the distance. But yeah, grow, growing up for me, like what what uh, he said there. When I was a kid, like my heroes were like going to the northwest. I obviously went to watch World Superbikes and stuff, but like I think like people like Richard Britton, who's from the same area as mm-hmm. me, and seeing things like that, and I just thought it was unbelievable. You know the atmosphere. Like we knew we were going to Port Royce. That was a holiday really for us because that was where we went, and there's maybe sixty, eighty thousand people there cheering on these things. And the thing that used to piss me off was English guys used to come over on factory bikes and win. So like even when I win the Northwest now I'm like oh there's one back for for us <laughs> even though like Glenn and Celia and all yeah. are winning all these races it's yeah. like that's the first sort of thing I can remember as a kid that it was English guys because they were BSB riders and they were they deserved to be on a factory bike do you mm. know what I mean there wasn't as many Irish riders then as there is now probably in in British Championship and stuff so yeah just growing up and seeing it's always it and, been happening yeah same thing how, how about you then Craig did you did you have any fascination with the TT when you were a young kid um, was a, fa- a fascination about bikes from, yeah, well, my, from family yeah growing up my dad my dad did uh, what BSB was called back in the day but he used to ride like the super sport class there and yeah. he, he did the Manx in 93, 94 I think uh, but I have, I have no memory of that mm. uh, but yeah and obviously I've just sort of been brought brought up around it I had you know the chance to ride motocross and bits and bobs when I was younger but I, really, I was more into football to be fair and I never really expressed much of a, an interest in it and then the football career sort of come to an end when I was 16 or 17 due to an injury I was playing for a club at the time and I just thought what am I going to do next obviously I knew my dad was was in involved in the in the sport kind of thing and I just thought I won't mind a bash at that and then I just did it and then obviously mm. I you know, got hooked on it and wanted to improve you know and just and that was sort of I'm a bit like, I need something to focus on. I couldn't just like go to work every day, come home, go to work, come home and just, I just need something to work yeah, towards yeah. a goal, you know? Yeah, yeah. So um, here we are still, you know, what we're now 12, 13 years into it, still working towards it, but I'm, I'm yeah. still enjoying it, you know? Have, so. you, have you ever asked your dad what he thinks about that? Like, because 
obviously we've both got kids and I have a little boy and I don't really want him to race motorbikes so you got to like you know what, mate, nearly the, being an adult and your dad probably thought well we've, we've avoided this yeah, really well yeah, and then have you ever asked him no or I haven't and, and he's, he's heavily involved in, in yeah. the teams I ride in as well um, you know fantastic spanner man and good to have in the camp but the thought of my little lad racing oh. around here, mate. I, you know, I, I just, I, I couldn't, I couldn't even. <laughs> allow it. That's couldn't how selfish yeah. we are. We, he still does. Yeah. still puts his dad through. Yeah, like, oh, my lads. Not, yeah, not my dad's different. never missed a meeting. He's never missed a meeting. But obviously, I've been through the same with yeah. you. You know, a few months ago, you know, um, you know, the injuries have happened and things like that, and he's been there. And obviously, you know, you don't know what sort of news you're going to get told, do you? Especially mm-hmm. at their meetings, and it, it's, it's uh, you, you can't imagine what you put your family through, can you? You know, so. Uh, but you don't care, do you? Still we do, hey, we do care, but it's uh, like it's say not what, enough to stop. <laughs> when you get that, when you, back to when you get that tap on the shoulder, all that's sort of gone, you know, and you're just in the moment, aren't you? You know, and yeah. you know, uh, but yeah, but yeah, that's it. If, we're if, terrible if, blokes, aren't we? Yeah. Yeah. If if if, a, if your dad's raced before, he knows what it's like. Yeah, hundred percent. But I see that. That's why I've asked him. I think that's worse. Do you think? Because like I asked, I had Have this we, conversation with Milky mm. and the more under, uh, can't even say, the more of an understanding you have of something, I think the worse that makes. So like. Say if, if I watched Jesse on his PUE and Christy watched him, I could see him nearly crash 10 times. And I'm like, yeah. oh my way. And she's like going, oh, he's just riding around. Yeah, Do you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Because of the the difference. Whereas his dad knows the feeling. He knows yeah. when he goes up the start line. He knows what it's like to go down Bray Hill flying. All them things. And he thinks, oh, he's got the Ramsey now. Yeah. He knows literally everything. Yeah. So I think that makes it True, worse. but... Your dad knows what the feeling's like. Oh right? yeah, that's, yeah. On the and, other, and side, of the other the, side, side of it. On them good days. On yeah. them yeah. very yeah. few <laughs> good days that happen. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But even yeah. just dumping the clutch and going, like yeah. there, there is, I, I yeah. dare say, there's no other feeling like it mm. in the, the world. There, mate. There, so, there, the, so for him to stop you doing that would be. Yeah. And oh, I no, think no, your kids would be the same, right? Yeah. He'd never stop me, even if we, you know, got another. I had, I've had a couple of big injuries, and like after. The last few, I sort of thought, you know, obviously in the, in the recovery when you go through the darkest yeah. days you've ever been in, and you're thinking, I can maybe take one more of these big ones, and and that's it, you know. Mm. And uh, yeah, but obviously he's been through all that, and he knows he, he knows the feeling. But he, he never forced me to stop. I think it would have to come from me, or yeah, it might get to a time where you know he's seen me in some states. He might say, you know, enough's enough. We can't can't keep doing this. Obviously financial as well. That side of things, we can't keep skinting yeah. ourselves to go racing, yeah. and then. You know, you're coming home, you know, in a body bag or, or you know, that kind of thing. Do you know yeah. what I mean? So, yeah, I, I would think if things were getting like that, he'd, um, he'd say enough's step enough. In, and, yeah. yeah, I think he would step in, you know. Yeah. We, we talk quite straight and blunt in our team and we can all be honest with each other and that's just how we are, you know. I'm always fascinated by what is said and what isn't said in a team. Because even now, there we're are, there's, the different, there's different variables. Like what he has said there, because you're a straight-talking lad and some... Some motorbike racers aren't, do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Some people don't like being told the truth and I think it's better. I'm our team works the same yeah. way as you, yeah. but it's like some riders need to be given a bit of a, a cuddle and a um not a massage as in physically but mentally, you know, <laughs> like, Oh, you're good enough, you know, all this jazz yeah. whereas some some other riders just need to go, Listen, it's you today, it's not the bike, so we're not yeah. changing anything. No, there's there's different yeah. variables in it's probably the same as football or anything, you know, people that are good Man managers are far yeah. more important than maybe tactical because that's it's the, yeah. at the end of the day it's the brain that rules yeah rules the body but yeah I think what you mean is it's better to be 
straight talk. Absolutely, and absolutely. You know yeah. that if your dad did say it, it would, it's always for your benefit. Absolutely, yeah, absolutely, mm. yeah. yeah. Obviously, we've got the little fella now. You know what I mean? And we've got to think about him and the my little girl as well. So, uh, yeah. But um, they're all you know back home. They're all behind me, and they all want me to do well. But like you say, and then very few good days you yeah. get. It's the best thing in the world, isn't it? Yeah. You know. Um, yeah. But there's, there's, there's a lot more bad days, you know, than than good days. And I'm not talking about injuries. I'm just talking about when the results out there and things. Yeah. You know, it's just it's tough, isn't it? Yeah. It's tough. Well, that's it. As a racer, the only good day you ever really have is the day you win, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. personal bests. Yeah, we'll, we'll talk about hey, it. To win a super sport TT, it would yeah. be you know, I could, yeah. like like if you didn't come back racing, like for me, if if I could win one TT, I'd never raced again. I think you know, I've done all right here. I've done all right here. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But, <laughs> that's what I used to think. I, as well. Yeah, but now but now you're probably working hard to come back. You know, I don't you know, know but yeah. <laughs> he don't. He's not mentioned it, has he? But. Uh, no. I still don't count that as a TT. Yeah, but you've got to be in it, mate, aren't you? You've got to be in it, aren't you? You know. I'm joking. A TT wins a TT win, and you're I mean, not that trophy, but your, your name's on the trophy. That first, I mean, I've no experience of running at the front here, but that first lap's key in it, and obviously, yeah. if you're in the mix on that first lap, then yeah, you're there when the red flag comes out, aren't you? You know, you're, you're in the well. mix, aren't you? So, yeah. You know. So let's talk about the fact that you know your your class as a privateer. You're in a a, a team now next to the lights of Michael Rutter, but you've literally still got your, your day job. Mm-hmm. You're, you're still funding it all yourself yeah, to a yeah, certain degree. Yeah. How hard and how challenging is, is that? It's been, to be fair, it's been um, extremely challenging. Um, and the oh, it was fantastic when Michael got in touch at the start of this year because I wasn't expecting anything like that. And um, yeah, he got in touch and we sort of... Um, we come together a little bit, like we just sort of joined my team and his team. Yeah. So I, you know, I come in with a, with my bikes and my crew, mm-hmm. um, and yeah, and it was it was good. To, and Michael's helped us a little bit financially with the tires and fuel this year, which has been a massive help, to be yeah. honest. Um, but it was good to have him in the corner because he was coming up with something. Because I'm just like I'm, I'm trying to ride the bike and I'm not trying to change everything dramatically. I'm just trying to. Yeah. I'm just trying to work with what I've got, you know, without trying to reinvent the wheel, you know, just, and yeah, he's looking at things like the way I'm sat on the bike and just things like the seat position and the screen and just things that I wouldn't normally he's, he's, get involved Michael with. is a very, very technical person. Like, I know I mean, this is not me trying to, I'd love to slag him off, but because he is the age that he is, people think that he's just out there yeah. for a dilly-dally round yeah. or whatever. He's still yeah. going very fast, but he still thinks a lot about yeah. little details, even... I've been lucky enough to go to Australia with him and ride classic bikes. And he'd be like, oh, well, if we bring the bars in a little bit, that's a bit more aero. And if you sit in this position, that's the weight transfer is better. And he's, yeah. he's a very yeah. technical person. So yeah. that's probably a bigger yeah. value than tyres and yeah. fuel. Oh, absolutely. I mean? absolutely. Even, and that's, even though that is important. Yeah, that's what I said to um, Obviously, you know Mark Hanna yeah. was involved with me. That's what I said to Mark when we sort of said, right, we're going to do it. And he just said, look, if we get nothing from Michael apart from his experience this oh, year, yeah. it will be worth doing. Yeah. And it has been definitely because we had a lot of, we had a really difficult practice week. I mean, the weather was mint and and there should be no excuse, but we just, that fire blade was so difficult for me and I just could not get it to go in a straight line. But obviously we worked through it with Michael yeah. and Mark and we, and we got there in the end and we had a, we had a really good senior, you know, in the end. So, um, but it was, it was difficult and I just wish I could have started with that bike at practice week because I know we could have done a lot more. But, yeah. um, but obviously we've got that to yeah. look forward to next year now. And then the other side is if you didn't have Michael and that there, you might not have even got to the point. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely, yeah. So but to back to what you're saying, the the you know, sort of doing it as a private team, it's been extremely difficult because I'm 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 trying to work more and I always just say to like my dad, so just have one year just to do it properly and I just can show people what I'm capable of, I think, you know, just look more into my training side of things yeah. and just to 
not turn up at a race meeting stressed to the max. You know, I've mm-hmm. been trying to get jobs mopped up so customers aren't disappointed before while I'm away for two weeks or whatever. You know, but I'm not the only guy doing it. You know, mm-hmm. and we've just got to stop crying about it and just uh, keep working hard. Yeah, you know? you're certainly one of the closest to to the. You look at like the likes of Jamie Coward as well. Yeah, and then there's potentially you. Who else would I be forgetting that? Yeah, there's like Rob Hudson. I'd say me, yeah, and, Rob, me and Rob are in a yeah. similar situation. I, I do look at what Jamie's doing a lot because. Um, and again, I think Jamie he's sort of took that step. Now. Absolutely, yeah. And he, absolutely, he yeah, and, and right so as well. Yeah, yeah. You know, he's because we we sort of looked at it like, uh, oh, do we really need a superbike? Well, well, no, we don't because look at what Hickey's done on stock. I know yeah. he's, a, I would say it's a special stocker, but if you look at what Jamie's done, like he's you know still working and stuff, and he's on a super stock bike, yeah. and he's done a third. I think it was a thirty-two flat, mm-hmm. um, and I, and until I'm doing that. You haven't even got to think about a superbike, have you? You just got to keep, yeah. You know, but yeah. So I, I do look at what he's doing because I think he's doing a mega job, and um, yeah, he deserves everything he's getting. You know, I think it doesn't go unnoticed because I know I yeah. notice obviously because I work and run in our team, but I know I know how hard he has to work. A well, obviously not because he's doing a day job, and then all the other stuff mm. that comes with it. So yeah. because they're still like, running the team as, as well as well that, as, the as well as the so riding, it's like having yeah. two jobs and. I, Unfortunately, I had, well, it annoys me a little bit because we go to BSB every weekend and I see all these kids that literally, they struggle to bring their helmet and their kit bag and that's all they have to do. <laughs> do you know what I mean? I'm thinking if you only knew, but now I think that benefits me because I do all them other things and then all of a sudden I get there and I think, it doesn't mean you deserve it more, but you think, well, I've done all this and I'm, I'm going to enjoy this. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Whereas sometimes I struggle the same as you. If I'm not busy, it it stresses me out, mm-hmm. do you know what I mean? So I have to have things to do. So yeah. it, it you need to be careful thinking that, oh, maybe if, if you would be better quitting work, maybe work a little bit less yeah. and train. But oh, 100%, I think if yeah. you quit, then it, it's, 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 it is a negative, and it was to me yeah. a little bit yeah. at times because I'd end up then not needing to work and then I'd go oh, I'd get bored and then I'd end up taking on a load of stuff like a personal job or something and then I was doing more work that I didn't need and I'd be like oh why yeah. have I done this and it's just a vicious circle so. yeah now I agree with you and like I thought you know what do we do do we do we try and wind in because like after the TT normally I try and get back into BSB and then we're sort of on the run to here and then maybe Macau um, but like this year it ain't gonna happen because I'm still sort of trying to pay for the TT and I'm having the shoulder surgery after this meeting, so we won't be carrying on. But I thought, well, do we just try and do a little bit less next year, you know, a little bit less work and just work on the training in the winter, try and do a, a better TT again. You see, I thought like a, I don't know, a 30.8, which I thought, yeah, that's, you know, may, maybe I'll get an opportunity, but um, it doesn't seem like it's going to happen. So, uh, but when you think about like, there was probably, there was me, Sean, Rob, uh, who else was it? We did a one thirty. Me, Sean, and Rob Herbertson yeah. uh, mm-hmm. did a one thirty this year, and then but maybe that's like what one twenty five used to be. It's 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 not yeah, good it's enough hard, anymore, yeah. is it? It's not good enough. So um, I wouldn't say it about this. <laughs> yeah. That, that, you know, yeah, like, yeah. When people talk about like obviously he, you've got a really good understanding what a hundred thirty mile an hour is, right? And I'll go being a power wrestler, and people go, oh yeah, he did a hundred thirty four. He did a hundred thirty five. I'm like. You have got no idea what yeah. this means, you know, no. until you... Through, anyone yeah. that does 125 mile an hour is a bloody 
good, good riders. Yeah, they're having a go, aren't they? They're having a good day. They are, go, they are, having having day, yeah. go. They yeah. are not yeah. riding around waving at people. They are yeah, fully, yeah, yeah. fully in the job. Do you yeah. know what I mean? So I think this whole thing gets a little bit lost, and people. It does. Don't. It doesn't. And sort of when I got there, it was. I mean, because you know, coming up to the TT, people. Oh, what are your expectations? What are your hopes? And, and I, I, you know, because you don't look an idiot, and you try not to really say too much. But really, what I was coming into the TT looking at was was top tens in every race and one thirty if I could. And I thought, you know, and we've been sort of stuck on one twenty seven due to various things over the years. So we come from a one twenty. I was still doing one twenty seven up till the senior. It's a big jump. Uh, it was a big jump, yeah. And I think that's probably why I ran on at White Gates. I was, I think, we was in eighth on lap four, and I ran on at White Gates, turned back round, come back, I think about fifteenth, but we got back to eleventh. And I think we lost to Rob by five seconds for the tenth. So I've actually finished eleventh in the senior for the last three years. It looks mm. like I haven't progressed. Yeah, but, 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 but yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah, but we'd had. A, I think we did the eleventh fastest lap of the week. I think. I think it was. Yeah, I think I was eleventh, and then McGuinness, and then Jamie. I think was in front of me. So, so yeah, we've done all right. But um, and then when you done, th- I think it was a thirty point eight, thirty one one and ideals. Not that I've analysed it, but. Um, <laughs> And then you're like, I've done it now. So now you're looking at like, right, we're looking at a 31 and then we're looking at a 32 and then we're sort of, fuck knows, I'm going to get a 36. But uh, <laughs> that's light yeah, years but really, away. So but yeah, jump, yeah, it, yeah. It, there's two ways of looking at it. It's like, you think that you haven't, but you've you've jumped three mile hour in one. Yeah. So why do you just go another two TTs? You're going to be at one three yeah. six. Yeah, easy as that, eh? Easy as that, <laughs> yeah. easy as that. I don't know if these bloody bikes are getting faster than the bears hold on to them, but um, it'd be nice if they did what they did at Scarborough and just go to 600s. I think it'll be all right. Yeah, that'll be know? good with me as well. <laughs> You'd be happy with that one. Yeah. yeah. Might win a few more. Yeah. Maybe. Four ones. Yeah. But I'll tell you what, though, I mean, you'll know this, then big six-lap races, when, no matter where you finish, when in you, you know when you've given it all, two pit stops, the lads have all worked out, and you get to the end of it, it's like an amazing feeling, oh. isn't it? It's like, fuck. Hold it right there, Craig. We are going to pause this episode, and you can join us next week to find out what Craig has got to say about his future at the TT. In fact, here's a little clip for you right now. I probably turned up at the TT probably in the worst shape I ever have done, although we had a probably the best TT I've had done, probably due yeah. to the years I've been coming, but things just got easier in a week and I was seeing Isla Scott and she was helping out and it was just, um, yeah, it was tough, mate, but I ain't the only one who's riding injured and everyone's got a little something going on, aren't they? If you want to catch the rest of this episode, it's available to watch right now over on TT Plus or alternatively hit subscribe on this podcast feed to get a notification when the audio drops next week. And don't forget, iomttracers.com is the place to check out all the latest TT news plus features on how to subscribe to TT Plus for free. Lee, it's been a pleasure.